Hello and welcome to the Riders with Help Desk. I am CWD and this is your place to get your help, get your writing inspiration. And for season one, we're talking about upskilling you, giving you the tools in your toolbox so that you can write right now, today, and start your journey to whatever it is that you want to write on that big mountainous goal that you probably have. I had the goal of writing a novel. That was the reason that I started writing. I thought one day, hmm, I'd like to write a novel. And after probably a few months, I can't remember exactly now, but after a few months of sitting on that idea, I did. I started. I had absolutely no idea how to write a novel. I read a few, but never in a million years thought about what went into writing. The process, the beginning, the middle and the end. Well, we all know every story has one of those, but the beginning, the middle and the end for the process is more complicated than you can imagine. And after many years of reading, writing, doing courses, doing lots of research, YouTubes and podcasts galore, I can tell you that this is the simplest way to think about the how to write anything process. This is the step-by-step guide, if you will, to knowing where you are on that journey. You probably heard words or terms, terminology, like first draft and revision and editing. And then you've got things like sentence structure and characters and indie publishing and agents and audiences and world building and tone and substantive editing. You've got things like alpha readers and beta readers and you've got all the tips for how to create conflict and really good covers because covers sell books and I'm sure you've heard a thing about outlining and potentially you've heard the term a plotter or a panther. What a world of words just for describing how to write something. Now I'm sure we've all done an English class before and writing an article or book report or something like that or a response to an exam question is not quite the same kind of writing that we're talking about. Because when you're writing those kinds of things, well, if you're writing a book report, you can do some of these steps. But if you're writing an exam answer, you only get one shot. So what you write there is what's called a first draft. You do it once and you hope it's really good. And, you know, you might do a quick read through, make sure you haven't misspelt something or you make sure that it makes sense, basically. And I guess that's where I will start, actually. It's not a bad analogy because if you think about an exam answer or a test, if you're writing any kind of test 
let's um let's pretend for a moment that you are going to be writing your social studies exam maybe the history or history test okay and you've got a you've got a subject whatever that subject is for history um, and you've got to write about it so you write you write the facts and you write the write the the first draft of it and the idea when you're sitting an exam is you're under a clock and you've got to get it down you've got to get your idea from your brain onto the page and you know you want to do that pretty quickly because yeah if you run out of time and you don't have words on the page and you hand in your exam and uh, the teacher reads it and then they go, oh, hang on, this person has no idea what they're talking about because they didn't write anything in that box that was meant to be for the answer. Now, I know it's an analogy and analogies break down, but just stick with me for a second because this is, this is critical. When you understand that that's what a first draft is, it's write it down, get the idea out of your head and onto the page in a timely fashion however much time it takes, that's the first step. It's getting it down onto the page, into a computer, however you choose to do it. Once you have that, you have something to work with. You have something to read over and check out and be like, well, is that really the answer that I want to give my history teacher about this subject? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you got it the first time you wrote it. You captured every piece of information that you really wanted to have in there and all the important bits are in there. But sometimes you read it and you go, oh, oh yeah, I missed something there. I didn't quite answer the question. Now actually, when I was writing exams, I don't actually think that I left myself much time to go back and read, read the answer. So it's an in-principle scenario because normally we spend all the time writing and not a lot of the time editing or reviewing, revising our pieces because we're on a time crunch. We want to write as much as possible. So you had your question and then you had an idea about how to write it. And so you, you, you got that idea and because you're on a time crunch in this exam scenario, you wrote it down. You got it down on the page, okay? Then what you do? Well, this is the step called revision. And I call it revision and not structural editing for one very important reason. And that is, it's a different word to editing. Structural editing sometimes gets people confused because it's editing of the structure. But sometimes when people talk, they drop the structure bit and they just talk about editing. And then you forget what it is that the outcome of what you're trying to achieve is. And so I go with revision. So you've got your first draft, it's written, and now you want to revise. So first you have to read it. You have to read it. And then you think, okay, is this really what I wanted to write? Is this like got the elements in there? Does it have the main facts, the main points, the main arguments? The main characters in the historical sense, if you're writing your history exam paper, you might have some characters in there and some events and they've got to be in the right order and you've got to have the right dates and they've got to like, you know, 
date 1855 has got to come before date 1995 unless you're writing a an interesting sort of reverse flow structure then you know you gotta you gotta make it make sense all the pieces have to fit and once you have them fitting and they kind of flow in a sense of the story that you're trying to tell then and only then do you get to do editing and when we say editing now we're talking about do you have the right words and the right phrasing and the kind of overall paragraph feel because now that you've got the story in place you know what needs to be in there so you know okay well now I've got the facts straight and I've put them in the right order that makes sense and you know maybe in the case of writing it creates that drama that you're looking for just builds to your point then you can start fiddling with words and ah yes well they should say this in this point because that would make more sense and that would be more powerful than what I've made this person this character say if you're doing dialogue or do if you're doing an action scene and that's really cool because that's where you go from a really interesting story into telling it and tweaking it to be exactly the feel and the the mood and the quality that you want in your writing because not every word that you wrote in your first draft is the right word and maybe maybe it is the right word but maybe it's in the wrong order maybe your sentence structure is not quite right or maybe you're like me and you write really 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 long sentences and so you've got like four or five ideas in the same sentence and if somebody read that they might get a little bit confused as to what you were trying to mean and so that's where that's where all this editing business comes in and you've got words and terms like um copy editing and you've got things like uh, checking for spelling errors and typos and all those kinds of things and those are all really important because that level of scrutiny on your word choice and your sentence structure and on your comma placement and then all the way to typos and You've written a word and it sounds the same, but it's spelt differently and you've used the wrong spelling. Those kinds of things. The gremlins. So you've spelt it correctly. You spelt a word correctly, but it's not the word that you meant. It's not got the same meaning. So you find all of those things and you change them. And that takes a bit of time and it takes sometimes several rounds of editing to get it down. Normally people do around where they're doing sentence editing and paragraph editing and getting getting the different words and maybe changing the sentence structure and taking those really long sentences, making them shorter and those kinds of things. They do that, then they leave it for a bit and then they come back and then they read the story again and then they go for all the typos 
and all the spelling mistakes and those kinds of things. They go hunting. The other thing that you can do when you are doing copy editing is you can find things like you've got the same word in a paragraph like 16 times or on a page 16 times. And you've used that word so much and you didn't realise when you were first writing and it wasn't really important to the overall story when you were revising the story and you were figuring out, okay, well, this this element comes first and then this scene comes next and then I introduce this new character in here and then this big bad event happens. That's not where it's important to know which words are in there too many times and if you need to look at changing words or you've used a really uncommon word but you've used it like a lot because it's your favourite word for for this month then that's where you can check it out. So there's lots of tips and tricks when it comes to editing and copy editing and figuring out how these all these word choices and sentence structures and things impact your writing and short sentences build the pace and long sentences slow it down and dialogue tends to speed things up and there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot of things that you can look at and change and modify and there's lots of tools out there that can help you with this stuff but the important thing to know is that you're not doing this as you write some people do try and they do they do a good job but from my experience it tends to slow you down some and unless you really know what the story is that you're trying to tell overall editing down to word choice and sentence structure and those kinds of things can waste you a lot of time so pretend you're in an exam next time you're trying to write I'm going to do it I never even thought about it until I was standing here talking to you so there you go we all learn some things sometimes and I'm really chuffed about that uh yeah, I'm going to write an exam. I'm going to write like I am writing an, an exam. And the last bit that I will talk to you about today is publishing. And I will just say that publishing is the last thing on the list. And that's after you've done, after you've done your idea, you've got an idea, you've written your first draft, you've let it rest for a bit. You've revised it. You've let it rest for a little bit more. You've done some editing, word choice, copy editing, those kinds of things. And then once you've got all those typos and grammar gremlins out of the way, you can look at publishing. And you can look you can start investigating these things beforehand. But remember we don't want to put the cart before the horse. We want to take things one step at a time so we keep motivated. And so this is just a rough structure for how you can do things and you can understand where you are in the process. And I know I mentioned a few other things. I mentioned plotting and pantsing and all kinds of other things like beta readers and alpha readers. And please, just, just take it one step at a time. 
if you're at first draft stage, be at first draft stage. Pretend you're in your exam and write like the wind. And if you're further along down the journey, then guess what? There's going to be more Writer's Help Desk episodes where we're going to talk about all of this stuff. But not from the same perspective as everybody else because I think that there are a million different ways to approach these things and everybody tends to have a very solid view about what it is that you should do as a writer. And my take on it is you know you better than anybody else knows you and you're going to figure out the process that works for you this time and sometimes that changes every time you write. So I'll leave that with you and percolate on it and if you come back to the website I am going to create a handout for you so that you can check this thing out, you can look at it, you can absorb it, you can put it on your wall and say I am here and be there. Be on that path and that bit of the journey. And so that's it for this episode of The Writer's Help Desk. Like, hit subscribe and I'll see you on the flip side.